Want to know how the EU works? Welcome to the European Parliament Research Service podcast on political groups in the European Parliament. From right to left, Liberals to Greens, a huge variety of political views are represented in the European Parliament. Members mostly organise themselves through political groups, but how are these formed? Stay with us and we'll walk you through the ins and outs of this process. Elected members to the European Parliament, or MEPs, are organised by political groups, not by nationality. At the end of the 2014 to 2019 term, there were eight of them, but this number has fluctuated between seven and ten since the first elections in 1979. And we'll see whether the number changes once newly elected MEPs have chosen a group to work with for the next five years. But even then, things may change again, as the departure of British MEPs after Brexit could lead to further shifts. Indeed, the European People's Party and the Progressive Alliance of Socialists and Democrats have traditionally been the largest groups, flanked by smaller groups to the left, right and in the centre. After the 2019 elections, the EPP-SND share combined is just over 44%, down from almost 55% five years ago. So it's actually the first time that the two biggest groups don't have the majority in the parliament. So how are groups formed? It's actually fairly straightforward. To form a political group, a minimum of 25 MEPs elected from at least one quarter, so currently seven, of the EU's member states is required. Members cannot belong to more than one political group, but they can decide not to belong to any, in which case they're known as non-attached members. So what are the advantages of belonging to a political group? Well, it's especially important for the allocation of key positions in the Parliament's political and organisational structures, such as committee and delegation chairs and rapporteurships on important dossiers. As an MEP, if you're part of a group, you're also likely to get more speaking time in plenary debates. Moreover, political groups receive higher funding for their collective staff and parliamentary activities than the non-attached MEPs. However, although political groups play a very prominent role in Parliament's life, individual MEPs and or several MEPs acting together also have many rights. Like any other member, they can table amendments and participate in the oversight of other EU institutions such as the Commission. But let's go back to the issue of the funding. Stay with us. The budget of the European Parliament is the sole source of funding for political groups and non-attached MEPs. They receive money to cover their administrative, political and information activities, but this money cannot be used to fund European political parties, which are funded through a different budget line, nor any European, national, regional or local electoral campaign. So what's the difference between political groups in the European Parliament and European political parties? Well, there's one fundamental difference, and it's the following. European political parties are confederations of national political parties sharing the same political ideals, whereas political groups in the European Parliament may combine MEPs from parties that belong to European political parties or to informal European political blocs, as well as independent members, into coalitions. Most of the national parties represented within a given political group are also members of the corresponding political party at EU level. However, in some political groups, there is more than one European political party, as in the case of the ALDE group or the Greens EFA group in the last term. Moreover, a single political group may house several national parties from the same country. That's right. Now, we know what political groups in the parliament do, but what role do European political parties play? Well, on the one side, they can be seen as the link between European citizens and the public power in the European institutions. And on the other, they function as channels for a truly European public debate, transcending national boundaries. 
European political parties came into the spotlight in the 2014 and 2019 European elections, with most European political families nominating lead candidates or Spitzenkandidaten to head the next European Commission. European political parties can apply for funding from the European Parliament for their activities at EU level, as can the foundations affiliated to those parties. You're listening to European Parliamentary Research Service Podcasts. 